Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Welcome back, everybody. Quick recap of what we just finished. We've got a bit of a conundrum facing the party now. Nim and Kenna, or uh, Dis and Kenna, I should say, have uh, had a chance to reach out to the Thieves' Guild, and we're given a task to prove their worth to their lord, or some such. That they would need to sneak into a certain individual's house and steal some papers that were hidden behind the flower in the pantry. Unfortunately, much at very much the same time, Nim received a quest from a shadowy figure for which they owe a great deal of money to, to protect a certain individual's house from people that may want to do things like steal things from the pantry. So, that's where we leave. We have two uh, discongruent tasks, and the party is just coming together to discuss them, and very likely some of their plans for how in the world they're going to make all this come down. So we will pick back up with them. Welcome back from your break, guys. So, you all get together, you're in that back room of the laundry. If you want to do anything to make yourselves more secretive or less heard, feel free to do it now, and then we can have you pick up your discussion. Well, no one's around, right? No, no, it's your back room, so... But has Alex gone home for the day? Yeah, you would have waited for him to leave. Um... Just to be, well, I know it's not, like, super safe because there's things that Detect Magic can't see, but I'll cast Detect Magic quickly. Okay. You cast Detect Magic. There's magic residue all over the room, but it all seems to more or less be coming from your own cantrips that are being used in this room on a fairly regular basis. Outside of that, you don't notice anything uh, in particular. Okay. Um... Remember if this blocks anything. If you're looking at your magic hut, it doesn't stop sound, it just stops light. But magic spells can't be can't extend through it. Correct. Okay. So just to be safe in case someone's scrying on us, I'll cast a I'll be like, guys, I'm gonna just cast a magic hut here quick, just to be extra secretive. Alright. The hut goes up. Any particular color you're interested in? Uh, I'll make it the general color of the room, I guess. Just brown. Alright. That sounds about right. Okay. The hut is secure. You all feel safe, tucked away inside it. Let your scheming begin. So, uh, how did your guys' little quest of the day go? So, we found the red door. Oh, it's like a real door? Yeah, it's a little, like... (laughs) Halfling gnome-sized it's a door. Itty bitty little door. Oh, so for future, you should probably bring me along. Yeah, I think you're the only one who could actually like fit comfortably in there. Oh. And so we went through it, and then there was like a confessional in there, but a confessional with the understanding that the on the other side was most likely the leader of the thieves' guild. So we talked to him a little bit, and he gave us a mission. And the mission involved a place in the northwest, northwest of the blast radius, 
that a certain man lives is what he told us. I tried to get more information, get it as well, we couldn't get anything. He said in the kitchen in this place, there's a pantry. And in that pantry, behind some flour, are some sacred texts. And that if we could steal those sacred texts, then they'd be happy with us. That was the entire mission. So I'm assuming that's the end until the Eve's Hill. It's kind of weird, because uh, Skinner came and visited me today. Oh, who? Or was it Skinner? Skinner? No, no it was... that's not Skinner. Oh, what's his name? We don't have, we a, don't name. have a name. We don't know his name. The shadowy guy in the robes came and visited me today. Oh, the operations specialist. Yeah, the guy with the that healed us. That's right. So, uh, he wanted me to... Well, he not, not me in particular. He wanted us as a group to protect a property. Oh. And I'll, I'll show him the address and be like, it's kind of northwest of the oh crater. My. <laughs> it's Hopefully so. it doesn't have a bright red trim. Well, I guess we'll we'll kind of have to report there and figure that out. Yeah, I guess I guess the only thing to do is to gain more information right now. But hopefully this isn't the same place. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it, if it is. I mean, if it's not, that's pretty lucky and we can just, you know... Maybe it's like next door. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're protecting this place. Don't worry about this other one. But, uh, I mean, the individual said that uh, they're... Worried about people targeting them? Oh. So. That's not good, because the place that we're supposed to look at apparently is four cards in front, which leads me to believe that the owner is somewhat paranoid as well. Yeah. Mm, So, what is this? We have two tasks in conflict now. Apparently. Is there a time limit? On the surface, they're in conflict, but in reality, it gives us an in. This is true. You mean to succeed at both, then? I mean, we can try to, and I think we give priority to the shadowy individuals. You guys kind of own our lives right now. A little bit. We kind of... Oh, I did pay him off. uh, I, I paid him off, like, 400 gold for the first month of us being, you know, alive again. What would our total bill is? 400 from our original? You owe 7100. 7100. Shit. <laughs> God, we surgery costs so much. <laughs> there was no interest, we asked. How much would we get if we do this job? It'll pay off our next month of, uh, it'll be 500 GP from our owing. Did he say what he wants us to pay each month? He seemed pretty happy with the 400 I gave him, so... I don't know. It might go up. It might not. I think we should try to pay off as much as we can, though. Oh, absolutely. Just trying to promote the business this morning, so... I think we should also try to get more information on that hit. Mm, would this having a wanted poster make this diff- more difficult? I don't know, if, and we don't even know if it was just this. It could have been all of us. There were remnants that would suggest it as such. Were those inside the stronghold, or were those from outside the stronghold? No idea. Don't look at me. (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, I guess first we should just head to this place we have to protect. Decide if it's actually the same place as, uh, the father asked. That's what he goes by. Yeah, he's a weird little dude. I don't know where he came from, where he went, how he got there. So what are, I mean, what are the details of your quest? All they said, or all he said was, a certain man lives at this location. Wouldn't tell us who. Wouldn't tell us who, that's right. That the place had a bright red trim. It was really hard to miss, and there was four station guards. That was about it. And that the guy was super paranoid. Yeah. Oh, and that the document is behind the flower in the pantry. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, sounded like we were tasked with protecting the property in its entirety, so, I mean, spending a lot of time in the pantry would probably look bad, but... Might be able to get a glance in there. I also don't think there's a time limit on ours. Yeah, we have to protect it for... He didn't say how many weeks in particular. Three weeks? Three. Three weeks. Three weeks. I guess we should have asked if it was the knowledge that was important or the actual document. I was a mouse. Yeah. I mean, um, we could protect it for three weeks and on our way out, take it. That's true. Unless there's a good way to call it. We could it. clarify if the red door can be put in the But I mean, so many problems, so many things can go wrong. Well, I don't know how it looks if we're, like, just finishing protecting a place and then we rob it. How do they know it was us? <laughs> I mean... And also, who knows if at three weeks, the reason that there's a limit on that is that the document will disappear after that point. For reasons. So we might actually be restricted by that three weeks. Okay. But I think the first thing to do is get more information by just guarding the place. Yep. It's a good way to suss it out. And it seems like it's pretty close to the exclusion zone, so we might be able to kind of sleuth around there a bit more. And we need to get more information on the pit and that jello-y feeling. Mmm, jello. (laughs) (laughs) Jello feeling. I mean, I I think it's just some kind of magical interference, but... It's weird that it's right there. I haven't felt it in other places and... In the stronghold. Yeah, we would have been using our rings to go back and forth from the market to the farming run. If we're going to be protecting this place, we must keep in mind that Lazarus does not have his armor currently. Yeah, I guess there is that potential that you're not the only one that's assigned this task and we might actually have to protect the place. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. It's not just, like, three free weeks of just, like, vacationing in a rich man's house. <laughs> what if he has a hot tub? <laughs> I'm sure Ken will be invited. <laughs> For the record, I haven't been invited anywhere by any man ever in this world. Harvester seemed pretty... No. I'm sworn to secrecy on the present. <laughs> huh? Some sort of secrecy on the uh, yes. from the woodworker. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the one, the one that gave you the little. Oh, structure. right, but he didn't hit on me. 
Do you have anything on the see if he's still there awesome. after the fire? Well, his shop was in the blast radius. He did. She did. <laughs> I mean, kids were hanging out in heaven. Oh. Ouch. That's something <laughs> I did want to do. I want to make lost posters for kids. Okay. We can certainly talk Side about that. Alright, is the general plan then? You're going to go check this place out now? It's about 10 p.m. Nope. Um, How far away would it? Well, no, because from here it's like eight hours, right? Uh, if you were heading straight into the blast radius, it would be. You're skirting the outer edge. So you're looking at maybe about three. But you do also have a different thing you were maybe planning on doing in two hours. Mm-hmm. Right. The orb and Skinner. So we can tell them about Phelan. It's on our task list. We could also split up and have people go start to guard. And that way we also get information on... We could also get some information on uh, if we're the guard patrols late at night. If we're going to arrive at apparently wealthy and paranoid individuals, we should do so all together and prepared. Will send a very bad message, or that we're super reliable guards. So reliable, they do not show up in tandem. <laughs> so what's the plan then? Take a vote. Everybody seems to have their own. So who wants to split up? Send half the people to the place you're supposed to be guarding. The other half talk to Skinner. Did he say when the guarding was supposed to start? Um, I mean, what time was it when he came? It's about midday. Uh, no specifics were given on when to start, but it seemed like probably next business day. So, by us going there and doing intel on it tonight, what does that get us? Keener points? <laughs> intel. Like, we're going to figure it out tomorrow, one way or another, if it's the place. We won't know the guard patrols unless we go there late at night. So I said I had to talk to you guys. Guard patrols? Why does it matter? We're guarding it. Because there's other guards out there than just us. Yeah, but we're going to have three weeks to look at them. If we're staying there all night, but if they want us to leave at a certain point, we're not going to know unless we head back. And it might be more suspicious if we're scouting the place out. When we're not supposed to be there, compared to when we might or not know we're supposed to not be there. That makes sense. Well, why wouldn't we just cut the place out when we're there? Because the guard patrols might change late at night, and that might be our best entrance. For the red door. Yeah, but just because we're showing up in the day tomorrow doesn't mean that's our constant guard rotation. It just makes it more suspicious if we check out later at night and we're not supposed to be there. Because then we know we're not supposed to be there. Yeah, but maybe we just... Like, oh, we're just really committed to guarding, sir. I have nothing else to do today. It's a lie. We have so much laundry to do. (laughs) (laughs) He could be one of our clients, too. We don't know. (laughs) Oh, no. The stress of owning a small business is getting to Ken and Nim. (laughs) Who's going to clean the laundry while you're guarding? I don't think all of us can. We're going to only be able to get through at a time. But you said it was, like, three hours away? Yeah. Oh, we can do laundry in the mornings and then, like, guard later at night. Only one of those distances do you actually have to traverse, because it's three hours to get there, but you can always ring back. Your shop's pretty close to the middle. 
also just steed us up as animals. True. And cut that down to an hour and a half. I mean, I could do some solo sleuth work. Just not get into contact and teleport out if anybody says hi. Oh, hey there, hi. citizen! <laughs> Spotted. Okay, what do you guys want to do? Uh, I think we'll wait till midnight and whisper the intel we have so far. That's just probably a better idea, and then if we do want to scout it out, then we can do it even later. And if we don't, then we just wait till tomorrow. Um, would I be able to go out and talk to one of the guards and just figure out how they identify like one building specifically? Like what coordinate or like row is column system to review? They have an address system okay. that you guys are the the address that Nimgot is is fairly representative. But of like the if I was, they but use. would we be able to? Do we have the address of what Phelan's place was after being there a couple of times? Yeah, I would assume you guys know okay. where it's at. So then we probably don't have to be in Phelan's. No, we can do it from wherever. Here, if you want. Probably the same mm-hmm. place as here. Really? Yeah. I think going to the farming ground, walking out to the fields is better. We have, to, we have to keep in mind that while we're in the market run, we're basically kind of like in a downtown city system, so it's basically there's eyes and ears and spies everywhere. Yeah, but who's to say that that's not true in farming money? Was there any thieves' camp markings for, like, a quiet place to discuss things, or no prying ears? Do a history check. 17. Okay. Um, (laughs) In town, it's getting rough because of so many people being displaced. A lot of older buildings have seen new tenancy. So you're not sure how reliable those signals are. However, you do notice as you've been going around and now that you've been paying more attention to it, that in the farming rung, you haven't really seen very much markings at all there. Um, almost like they just don't bother with it. Yeah, maybe the farming might be better. I haven't seen any thieves can down there. Probably speaks to there not being as many eavesdroppers. Or their staff there. Into the farming room we go. Okay. You guys teleport to the farming room. Pop into town. I mean, you're fairly familiar with this rung, so if you're thinking about a particular stud slash abandoned field, we can have you go there, or if you wanted to do somewhere in particular. Uh. I think for the most part, we'll just, like, walk out, like, not quite, like, meet, go to the same rock we meet in the lab, but, like, somewhere off. Okay. Somewhere off. You've got about hour and a half till midnight, so you can stroll a fair ways. Yeah. Okay. I guess we can just stroll towards the ruins we've been to multiple times, or just walk in that direction, then stop somewhere. Alright. Sounds good. Alright. So? No, that sounds good. I was just gonna say, because aren't that, isn't that where they're quarrying from right now? Or I guess they wouldn't be doing that at night. Yeah, it's going to be midnight, and it's like a two-hour trip, so... Not with how dark it is, too, here, either. Like, remember, it's basically pitch black, so, I mean, those of you with dark vision are going to have to guide the ones without, unless you want to use the spells. Yeah, because I don't want to cast light, because it'll be horribly (laughs) obvious. Kind of, kind of defeats the purpose. (laughs) Okay, you guys travel for as long as you need to. It quickly approaches midnight. 
Don't you maybe know. have a few moments. Alright, what are we reporting specifically? Uh, the information room that we had found and that we have a job related to this investment. I want to ask about the pit. We haven't attempted to do this before. Lazarus is not sure there'll be conversation. Uh, it sounded more like one-way conversation. Yeah. If there's an opportunity to ask that, we don't want to ask about the pit. Lazarus is just going to be standing here pointing at his eye. Alright. So wait, we talk into your eye? Yeah, the orb. Mm, unclear. It's gonna be weird. Um, should also mention the complexity of the incendiary devices that we found. See? Okay. Lazarus, what do you do? It's at midnight. Alright. I guess I look up. Kind of like not looking directly at them, I guess, if that matters. And then I point to my eye. You do feel that slight sensation of your eye disappearing and the orb replacing it. Alright, I just look down at them. It's it's a little creepy. He's got one big gaping void of an eye. Who wants to whisper into Lazarus's eye socket? <laughs> We're not tall enough. Well, no, he could lean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lazarus could bend over. I mean, uh, you all can. He could bend over, and you could all talk into his eye. Yeah, yeah. I guess Nim will. Uh, so we found some information in Phelan's basement uh, to lead us to believe there's a conspiracy going on with Phelan. There was some weird magic cast around her house that protected it from the explosion. And in the basement there was complex incendiary traps that were inadvertently set off and destroyed most of the info. But we found some wanted posters that seemed to depict Dis. And otherwise, uh, it was a complex oil and black powder trap that was found in the basement, and there was lots of them. Seemed like a lot of work to protect whatever was down there. And there was also a spell protecting the door, too, so there's some casters at work. And then Nim kind of, like, points to someone else to continue with the what they found. I get... Close up to Lazarus's eye. Hello, is this working? We also found that in the area where the shop used to be, the shop that was the center of this fire, there's now a pit and guard, a lot of guards walking around and it seems like some sort of slave labor operation. Not really sure what's going on there, but just another piece of intel I found. And I suppose, finally, we have accepted a job and to protect a certain person within the market run. While simultaneously accepting another job to... Steal something. Potentially, yes, steal something from potentially the same person. So, as of the moment, we have started receiving tasks, at least. I suppose that's it. And then that's kind of it, right? That's all you guys say. And how are you? <laughs> so as you finish talking, Lazarus, you get a very strong gag reflex. Like like something's about to talk through me. 
All right. Well, I relax and let it happen. Those of you looking at Lazarus notice his other eye begin to bleed black across the eye until it completely covers his other eye. And then his mouth starts to open with that gag reflex, and he begins frothing a dark liquid out of his mouth and down the front of his body. As this happens, you hear from somewhere deep inside his throat, It's good to have intel from you, Sir Fenturf. I will look into what you have brought to my attention and advise if I find anything appropriate. Continue your tasks as you see fit. And then your eye kind of snaps back. No, no, all the goo stays all over you. But your eyes snap back to normal. Uh, Can somebody else take the eye next time? (laughs) We didn't get to choose. Nim just prestidigitations you clean. He's like, there you go, buddy. (laughs) Much appreciated. (laughs) I was going to say the same thing. Do you want to give him, like, a little, maybe mint taste in his mouth? Just because that was probably pretty gross. Lazarus, do a constitution save for me. <laughs> He's allergic to mint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Alright, well that's a bad one. That was a nice... Uh, constitution is six. Okay. Oh, hold on. The entire activity was quite disturbing. Uh, kind of like vomiting, but in slow motion. Uh, more importantly, though, for the next couple of hours, you're left with this very heavy aftertaste of, like, charcoal burning, that sort of sensation. Ah, and healed some ash. That tastes great. Yeah. For, for like, hours. So, so like, after, like, that's all done with, Lazarus is just, like, turning around, brushing off his stuff. You'll probably be coughing up black phlegm for, you know, probably until tomorrow. Oh, that's not auspicious at all. (laughs) Just tell somebody you have cholera. <laughs> he just really loves fire poison. <laughs> <laughs> you know those dragonborns. <laughs> Always trying to breathe fire. <laughs> just just no, tell them it's the, way of, just tell it's the way of the blue dragonborn. <laughs> no one will question you. <laughs> I'll just say I found a tavern that sells this really thick black, t- black tire stuff that gets you plowed. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think of was heroin. No, <laughs> like, no, no, just like some like he hasn't figured out black tar heroin. <laughs> so <laughs> stout, but like shitty market wrong like after thick, disaster. Like puddle Guinness. Like, yeah, like Guinness, but just pot filler. Yeah, pot filler. That's what we. Do. Okay, you guys appear to have reported what you need to report. Um, we can easily skip over the night and all that sort of stuff, unless you're planning on heading to the, you know, estate tonight, or are you kind of taking a break, heading there in the morning after Nim and Kenneth had some time to work through some of their clothes? I suppose with this timeline, uh, I suppose where's Philly and everything in this now? Uh, Philly, uh, given what you gave her, she's probably got about another week um, before you're expecting her to come back and, and tell you that she's ready to go. Alright. And my armor looked like it would live for now. Absolutely. It, it looks like it'll hold up. It's just further combat will likely greatly increase the damage to it over time. Its structural stability has been compromised. Do you know any good seamstresses or tailors through your connections? I'm sure we do. 
Yeah, repair work is not uncommon for their business. Alright. Perhaps it might be worth getting a tabar to cover Lazarus's cracks for now. Can you make a history check? Yeah, absolutely. What? You just want to help? No. We'll help you, then, I guess. Yeah, no. please help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please help. <laughs> that didn't help that much. Uh, twelve. Truth be told, you've actually had quite a few people come by and pitch seamstress services to you. Um, you could fairly easily shop it out to a couple of different people. Alright, I'll pass that along to Lazarus. Okay. Maybe in the morning or something I'll go and see if I can get like a tavern that covers the cracks or something. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think even without needing to go through it step by step, I, I I doubt there'd be too much of a problem finding somebody to make a quick tavern for, or even just the one they happen to have on hand. And there better be a quick stitch of the waterfall on it or something. <laughs> uh, if you like, it probably add a little bit of time and maybe just a tiny bit of cost for the thread and the... But uh, outside of that, I'm sure it's fine. We'll call it a gold and, and we'll leave it there. Okay. Are you guys ready to make your way to the estate? To the estate! Alright. The travel there is uneventful. I mean, you're pretty familiar with making your way through the marker rung. As you arrive, as was indeed indicated, it's kind of hard to miss. It's sort of the tallest building you could see for about the half hour leading up to you getting there. Uh, it's at least four stories tall. It has quite a manor slash McMansion style of fare to it. There's several stories. There's kind of a central building, and then there's two wings off the sides. Uh, you can't be sure, but based on the sounds, you think there might be a fountain or two back there somewhere. Uh, and there is a walled area that kind of blocks it off and sets it apart. Uh, it seems to be made of some sort of brick. Uh, it has on the top of it, uh, somebody has gone through the trouble of crushing glass and then arranging the shards vertically and attaching them to the top of the wall. Uh does it have red trim? It does indeed. Mm -hmm. Almost all over it, in fact. It's actually quite a gaudy-looking building. It, 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 almost unpleasant to look at. It's like one of those Chinatown replications that's just completely missed. Yeah, place. completely missed the mark, but maybe got the general architecture at least somewhere in the right place. Uh, there is a large gate in the front, uh, which is where you originally approach from. If you want, you can take some time to case the outside of the joint, or, or you can just approach... From the front, it's up to you. Uh, as you do approach the front, like you kind of at first, you do notice there are, in fact, four guards out in front of uh, a rather large uh, cast iron gate. So it's probably like 200 and something pounds. How how widely spaced are the bars? Uh, like maybe three to two inches. Sounds like a cannon mission. I'm not trying to do it yet. I know. <laughs> Oh, they're just going to open the gate. Lazarus is going to want to do a perimeter. <laughs> sure, sure. So Lazarus is going to do a walk of the perimeter. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? I am taking all the details. I and mean, like, where can people attach, like, hooks or ropes? Where's sure, Where's sure. overhangs? Where's the windows? So the way that the wall is set up is it's basically in 10-foot segments. So there's 10 feet of broken glass. Then there's a, a pillar. And at first, you're not really sure what the pillars are for, besides decoration. But as you kind of begin circling the building and getting to the sides, where those four guards aren't in the front, you notice that there are people standing behind those pillars, looking out. 
into the general. So like, and there's a pillar what every ten feet. Every ten feet, there seems so to be a like person standing. One five guards just going around plus four, right? Give or take, yeah. Somebody's put a fair amount of money into people in this place. And apparently, they want more. There is a back gate as well. Uh, it is smaller than the front gate, but it is no less secure. Somebody's made kind of a wrought iron banded uh, door that then appears to have been treated in some way. It has a very stone appearance to it, despite being made of wood. Um, so it seems like it's probably decently well put together. There are two guards standing outside the back door, as well as more guards up on the wall still. Um... Is anybody else walking around with Lazarus? Yeah, I'd walk Casing around. the joint? Uh, anything you guys are looking for? Lazarus has got the visual area covered, so what are, what are you guys looking these at? These can. These can? Okay. Anybody uh, else? I don't know. I'd probably approach the guards. Would you come with me, or are you just going to case the joint, too? I wasn't going to case it. Okay. So okay. I guess Kenna and I just approach the guards and... Sounds good. We'll do that in a second then. Thieves' Cant on the wall. There are a couple of places where it looks like Thieves' Cant may have at one time been written on the wall, but it has since been scrubbed and retreated to basically eradicate the mark. A little alarmingly, you do find one bit of Thieves' Cant uh, just in the back, what would that be? The back left corner, if you're looking from the front gate, that very back area kind of as far away from the back gate as you can get without rounding the corner fully. Somebody had started scrawling Thieves' Cant in there, however, it appears that they were interrupted halfway through the symbol, and more alarmingly, there is a decent-sized bloodstain on the wall Uh-oh. that it appears they have not had time to clean yet. So they get people trying to come in that little time. So I have a feeling this is just, like, the dummy job that they just send people at. Most likely. To fail and die. <laughs> to fail and die. Like, no. This is the wood chipper job. <laughs> it's like the pit. The sand pit. You send people into the sand pit mission and kill them all. Yeah. <laughs> As Nim approaches the front gate, one of the guardsmen holds up his hand. When you're still about ten feet back, announce your intention before you approach. Ah, sorry, we're members of the Mercenary Guard, and we've come here to protect Sir Wallace. Ah, I see. New recruits, huh? Is it, uh, just the two of you? The little one and the and the woman? No, uh, some of our, uh, party members have decided to just do some preliminary, uh, research on the outside of the facility just to make sure that they know how to protect it to the best of their ability. No, they have, have they? Alright. Well, we're waiting for him to come back. You guys can just stand there, wait a bit. Alright. When the group of you are ready, we'll take you in to meet Wallace. Alright. Or Wallace. Alright, sounds good, thank you. Alright. You guys have had a chance to circle the building once. Uh, Nim, while you're waiting for them to come back, is there anything that you want to do? Uh, and with Kenna, of course. I just want to be watching their behaviors. Like, are they just standing there? Are they chatting? Are they moving? Are they rotating? Like, yeah. They appear fairly disciplined. They're not talking. They're standing at an angle appropriate where they can watch, essentially, the entire front of the building between the four of them. And periodically, you notice 
through a signal you're not seeing or hearing, the guard that you talked to, the one in the middle to the right, occasionally peers over his shoulder and appears to mumble something through the gate. So there appears to be some sort of communication happening there. Uh, so they seem disciplined. I, I want to insight just to see, well, through the conversation and, like, through their mannerisms, like, how committed they are to, like, actually protecting this guy or if they're in it just for, like, an paycheck type thing. Uh, give it a try. Might be hard to tell just from an outside look, but we can see what you come up with. Uh, what's my insight? I think it's proficiency. <laughs> how insightful am I? <laughs> Uh, that's a 20 for insight. Okay. So it's a little hard to tell just staring at a guard whether he really wants to be there or if he's just dedicated because it's a good paycheck. That being said, they are well put together. Their gear is in good shape, but has seen use. So take from that what you will. Yeah, he gets a little excited. He's like, oh boy, come back. <laughs> oh boy. A couple of moments go by before the same guard, I believe your gentlemen friends are finishing their rounds. And not long after that, Lazarus and Dis come from around the other side of the building. From where we were, were we able to see where our friends would be coming from? No, they were around the other side of the wall. Uh, you guys come around and you notice that uh, Nim and Ken are just kind of standing near the front gate, about ten feet back from it. Just walk up and I'll explain the bloodstain that thieves can. Sure. Looks like, looks like they've tried to do stuff here, but there's... They don't seem to like thieves. Right. So... That's why we're here. That's why we're here, yeah. Checking thieves. I mean, like, they really don't like thieves. <laughs> Like, even the writing of Thieves Can the Ball doesn't look like it's too good. Lazarus, what did you find? Did I see anything of real note or anything of interest? Outside it? of the general architecture with which I described to you, nothing, nothing visual. Mm, not too much to see. No places to go in. Lots of guards on the pillars. And so you guys walked around the back. You did hear a lot of giggling from the backyard. Giggling in the backyard. Male giggling, female giggling. A little of both. Oh, Lazarus' business. <laughs> Hard to say through a wall. Alright. Alright, our uh, preliminary investigation seems to prove that this place is quite defensible. You guys are very competent, so we're uh, ready to meet Sir Wallace, I guess. As you wish. Before you proceed inside, I'm afraid we will have to ask you to give up your rings for your own safety. What? If you attempted to use your teleportation adventurer's guild rings within the property, the defensive measures put in place would shred your body on the way out. I'm afraid Sir Wallace is rather... Stringent on knowing when people leave and enter his property. And we'll get these back when we uh, are finished our shift then, I guess? Absolutely. They'll be kept in a box near the front gate. You can access them on your way in and out. Alright. 
Alrighty. Very well. Takes the rings from you. You do as he kind of opens the very large gate. It actually takes three of them to get the gate open. That's how heavy it is. Uh, and he does have, there's kind of a little, almost like a little shack just off to the side of the gate on the inside. And in there, there's a desk. There's some papers uh, that seem to be kind of schedules and that sort of thing. And then there's a drawer in there that locks that appears to have not only your rings in it now, but you notice there's about 15 or 16 other rings sitting there, there any, as well. Uh, gold rings? Uh, about three of them are gold, yeah. Are there any higher rings than gold? No, gold's the highest that are in there, currently anyway. There's also a fairly portly-sized guard that sits in that booth, and he's the one that you hit hand him the ring, he inventories which one is yours, puts it in a specific spot inside the drawer closes it, so he seems to be auditing the in and outs of the drawer. God, he's got guards guarding guards. <laughs> I'm afraid you'll find that Sir Wallace is very stringent on his privacy. If that troubles you, I would suggest turning around now, as it will only get more restrictive from here. Oh, we're here to perform a duty. Very well. Please follow me. As you follow this individual, you notice that behind him, another guard comes out from one of the side edges of the building and takes his place at the front gate. You walk inside the front room, and uh, it's a little hard to explain the inside of this individual's manner. Think a cross between somebody who is completely colorblind and then tried to duplicate the Playboy Bunny Mansion, but had no idea what colors there should be in there. So it's very fancy looking, but the colors are all over the place. There's oranges with blacks, and there's a bright yellow paired with this, like, sickly lime green color. It's all over the place. The other thing that you notice is the inside is bustling with activity. There are men and women in maid outfits that appear to be going back and forth with various trays of things and all types of other stuff. And about every 10 feet or so along the walls of the first room you enter, the first entryway with the grand staircase leading up to the second level, every 10 feet there is a woman chained to the wall in varying degrees of undress that it just appeared to be there to look pretty and be a part of the furniture of the room. Thought I'm gonna get turned into a piece of furniture. <laughs> no, you're a guard. <laughs> this is a friendly person's house. As you enter, the guard that's been leading you in, take a moment to acclimate yourselves, and then I will take you to the master's study, where he likes to receive new people. Nim just, like, quickly looks around and is, All right, well, I'm ready. Very well, follow me. They lead you upstairs. Again, very much the same thing as you move through some of the other rooms of the house. Each room you enter has women chained in it. It just seems to be a general fixture he likes to have in his rooms. There is a large amount of wait staff in every room. You see people actively cleaning on a regular basis. It appears to be very tidy. Um, all that sort of stuff you pick up 
on as you move through this place. You arrive at a fairly large set of double doors. The guard knocks quietly, and you hear from inside, Oh, do send them in! <laughs> oh, dear. If you're ready, you may proceed. All right. I, I look at everyone else. Does everyone look ready? <laughs> there was no one ready. There's my phone. <laughs> All right. The door opens. If the women chained to the sides of the walls in the other room bothered you, this room is no better. There are women in various stage of undress chained every ten feet or so to the sides of the room. There are also, above you, in a sort of cathedral ceiling, several young girls in cages above him that are also just seem to be part of the decoration of the building. Is Mary in this room? You can take a perception check. Take Uh, a look. While you're looking, there is an individual. A study is perhaps an overzealous term for this room. There are a lot of bookcases, and they are populated with books, but there's a very large lounge chair, like lounge, um, what do you call those, like lounge sofas? Yeah, yeah. And there is a extraordinarily large man laying in it. He must be at least 600 pounds if he's a day. He has four women in bikinis, or the medieval equivalent, uh, that are just draped over the ample flab of his body, uh, covering his naughtier bits, rather than wearing clothes. And as you come in through the door, he waves a big, meaty hand. Well, do come in! Let's have a look at you! <laughs> I suppose we slowly filter into this room. I try to, like... Hide behind one of these two slightly. I want okay. to catch the eye of any of the women that are chained up and try to get a sense of how much of this is their own will. Okay. Uh, do an uh, insight. What was your perception role, by the way? Nobody that appears to be Mary's age. Older? Uh, most of them are older, though not necessarily by enough to make it comfortable. 14? The women on the walls all appear to be at least over 16. The women in the cages, that's not as certain. And then the women... Uh, yeah, what key? How do they... Oh, sorry, what was your oh. 14? So, it depends on who you look at to a large degree. Almost all of them avoid your gaze entirely. Like, they are not making eye contact in any way. You do catch two that are chained to the wall. And they... It's hard to tell just based on a glance, but... Just kind of be standing there vaguely disinterested and, and are just kind of trying to get through their day. Well, come on then. Let's have some names. If I go like this, my name's Nim. This one is Lazarus. Um, can I... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Knew it. Is she a member of your party or an offering? I'm a member of the party. 
Shame. <laughs> but as you wish. So you're from the mercenaries group then? That's true. That's what the uh, people we work for, yep. And you were sent here, yes? We were. Very well. They haven't done me wrong yet, and Lord knows I paid them enough to send trustworthy people. So I suppose I have no immediate reason to doubt you. What are your skills? Mm, this one's skills are defense. And grammar. And yours? Ah, uh, I like to uh, clean clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm pretty good at, uh, I mean, wizardy, yeah. <laughs> Wizarding stuff. Well, I have not much need for clothes. I prefer a different matter of garment. And he kind of rubs that big meaty hand over his body, and it touches several of the girls on the way down. What What are their facial reactions? Uh, it, it's a cross between, like, muffled disgust and just sort of resignation. Charming. Wizardry skills, though, I could find useful. That's good. The black one? <laughs> Don't say thieving. <laughs> I'm really good at stealing shit, let me tell you. <laughs> so, um, I'm a very good dancer. You are! Some say the best, yes. <laughs> I'm not usually taken by the male form, but... Oh, stand back! Stand back! Oh, no. Oh, no. Very well. Music! And several women come out and begin playing for you. Are they also naked? Not scantily quite. Clad? Scantily clad. I just work around a moonwalk somehow, no matter if the music's <laughs> relevant <laughs> in any way, and then I start flossing. Just to really piss people off. I like it. I like it. He watches you for several moments. And it's really hard to tell if he likes it or not. But he's just kind of... He's watching you. Finally, he raises his big meaty paw. That's sufficient. Perhaps should I desire a change of pace, I will have you dance for me later. <laughs> Did you just get an in with the fat bastard? He did. He's straight up. <laughs> He's did. totally stealing that book. <laughs> no. And finally, the lady. Uh, mostly I'm skilled in healing, but I do other things as well. Marvelous. Tell me, are you good with removing blemishes and bumps of a sensitive nature? Ooh, gonna have to be his fucking STD remover. <laughs> <laughs> um, to a certain degree, yes. Very well. Perhaps I'll have you look at some of the more unclean girls. Oh, actually, it's okay. It's an in with the girls. I, I wouldn't mind. 
Are you all ready to begin immediately? Um, we're wondering what our shifts would be. Yeah, we're... That would depend on your availability. Tell me, how available can you make yourselves for me? <laughs> for dancing anytime. Oh, oh my god. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I can promise you I'll make use of that. Oh my god, this. <laughs> you are just going to be so in deep now. <laughs> And the rest of you, are you as accommodating as your dark-skinned friend? At least you're not black anymore. <laughs> Moving, up. <laughs> Moving up. I mean, for to be like a job, it has to be like an eight-hour thing, right? Sort of. Potentially. Is that what we're offering? Possibly longer. How often do we need to be at the shop? Are we going to alternate days? Are we going to... Uh, well... I mean, along with being a mercenary, I'm also a small business owner, so I need to uh, attend. Small, small. Business. I help you out. Well, yeah, but what's the name of your shop, by the way? Nim and Kenna's Dry Cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> My name's first. <laughs> I mean, alphabetically. <laughs> K Nim Dry Should be just surf clothes. I don't know. Surf, surf clothes. clothes. I like that. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. Just, you know. <laughs> NMK uh, yeah. cleaning? Well, KM sounds better, but. KM? KM. Write your name. Nim. Starts with an N, not Mim. <laughs> Madam Mim. Surf and turf dry cleaning. You can shorten it to STD. STDC. I'll be seeing that. For that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, whatever you reply with is fine. Yeah. So, I guess... Whatever. Your choice. Cannon dry cleaning? Ah! It appears we have a local celebrity! I've sent a great many thongs to your establishment. <laughs> They've oh. come back spotless. I cleaned that bin twice. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does, like, a big meaty, like, hand slap on his own stomach. <laughs> Marvelous. Well, I would hate to deprive you of your cleaning duties. We'll see if we can't work around that. Yep. Well, Will mean... you need lodgings here, or...? Um... What is the lodging situation like here? I have a fair number of spare rooms, as you might imagine. I do rather insist, however, that there is a wing for the gentlemen and a wing for the ladies. So I must insist you're separated. Don't worry, they're kept quite clean. I can't abide dirt. Well, I mean, cleaning is my specialty, so... As you know... For my business. <laughs> Marvelous. Then you will be my guests. That way you will truly be available at all hours for my attentions. 
<laughs> I think Lazarus is just when they're just even healed the whole time. Just, like, <laughs> just stone faced. I'm sure Kenneth is as well, but like at the same time with this slate, like Fear. I'm so fucking nervous right now. Very well. Since there are no objections, I'll begin you immediately. The large lizard, there's a post open at the back gate for the next several hours. Why don't you tan up outside a little? Very well, Sir Wallace. Be mindful of my little nymphs in the pool. I'm sure they'll appreciate your blue hue. (laughs) And I see so. (laughs) The small wizard, I have a few glyphs on the third story window that could use some attention. If you believe you have the ability. What what form of glyphs? Why the sort of glyph that blows the head off of people that try to get in my windows? <laughs> I mean... You can get a scroll for it again. Yeah, if there's certain gaps in my uh, spellbook at the moment. That, mm. uh, I mean, if you've got... Like a spell scroll or something of the like, I could maybe take care of that for you. We definitely, definitely have the power to do so, but just don't have the uh, the knowledge at the moment. Perhaps it would be better then if you tell me what spells you are familiar with. In oh. the meantime, you boy, I believe I will make use of your facilities immediately. Come closer, off here to my right, and you may dance with. The one in the blue thong. I fucking just, like, do a little dance step to get back there. <laughs> do a little pirouette in front of the girl in the blue thong. She does give you a quick, like, curt nod, and then begins shaking in front of you. <laughs> I'll let it happen. <laughs> I'm gonna need your services later, Ken. <laughs> Equipping lesser resto tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Kenneth's just gonna get burnt out and then Lazarus is gonna have to step in with his man hands. And <laughs> so many STDs. <laughs> Lazarus is the only one that's immune to him. Mm, that's right. You should mention that. No. 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 Oh dear. Mentioning oh dear. that paladins are immune to STDs to the height and towering of grotesque nobility <laughs> would not be the best thing. Now, my dear, while your little friend determines what he can do for me, what can you do for me? What do you mean? What sort of... You have healing magics. Are you prepared to use them immediately? Um... I don't have any of the healing of, uh... the bumps and kind right now. However, if someone was, uh... Injured with, like, a knife or something, I could heal that. However, tomorrow I could do that kind of healing for you. I understand. I'm familiar, at least partially, with how magic works. In the meantime, would you mind taking a look at this? And he, like, folds up one layer of fat. (laughs) And there's, like, a big fork stuck in him, bleeding slightly. And he just sort of... It's been in there for about a day or so, and I... Haven't had the strength to pull it out. Would you be so kind? Yeah, I can do that. That's right. actually something I can help yeah, with. Can you mage hand, please? I'll, I'll, I'll like, ask. 
I'll be like, if you're alright, I can use a spell called Mage Hand and pull that out of there. And then, oh, and then, I'll, and then I'll heal it for you. And then she can patch you up, yeah. Please do. Don't be afraid to crawl in there. <laughs> I promise I won't bite until I get to know you better. Oh, God. <laughs> so do you Mage Hand the fork out of him? I do. Okay. When the fork pops out from the mage, he just goes, Oh, that feels better. Uh, Marvelous. How much healing do I think it would need? Not much. Healing cool. I'm going to heal word because I don't want to touch him. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a safe bet. Very well. In the meantime, I'm sorry, dear. I didn't quite catch your name. Kenna. Oh, sorry, Kenna. If you would be so kind as to follow the one in the green outfit there, she can take you to some of the more injured members of the house. I can do that. I heal him for nine. Wow. That seems to appease his particular injury. All right, I can do that. Is there anything else you can accomplish, tiny wizard? <laughs> oh, I mean... What can't I do? <laughs> well, we found out Glyphs saw one of those. Right, Glyphs. But I mean, always willing to learn new tricks, you know? I am a wizard after all, it's not like I can... I'm a one-trick pony, I can basically do anything you need me to do, but I just need some training. Anyway, well, if you seem useful in my employ, perhaps we can look at some on-the-site training. So... In a past life, I was a miner, so I can break rocks really easily. That's probably not the most useful thing to you, though. Um, mm, I have a spell. You would say so, but I have been rather fantasizing with the idea of expanding my jacuzzi. <laughs> would you be willing to go to the backyard and see about widening and deepening it a little to better afford my size? Um, I could, but, uh, the, the scale of my mining spells was more of, like, a mining scale and less of, like, a slight expansion scale. I can assure you, if you dig deep, I won't mind. Uh, same as the girl, I didn't quite have my mining spells equipped today, so I can help you out tomorrow with that, but... I As for today, I was more, uh, you know, when I was told that to protect this place, I, I came equipped with, like, physical attack-type spells. Very well. Why don't we put you on the fourth floor, on the balcony, and you can do the same thing I have all of my other casters do up there. If you see something crossing the wall, I would very much like for it to suffer. Yeah, I even have a spell that when I hit them with it, it tracks where they go so I can make sure they don't get away. I would very much appreciate that. Off you go, then. It appears all of you have a job, except for you, my dark-skinned fellow. Move a little closer, <laughs> if you wouldn't mind. <laughs> and we'll maybe, we'll, we'll let the day go. Yeah. <laughs> No. With those various activities, well, that's just um, kind of easy. <laughs> we uh, we're we're coming up on a break, 
So we'll take our break, and we'll assume that a day or two have gone by in here, and we'll um, have you guys kind of talk about maybe some of the things you try to learn, and we'll we'll go over that much the same way that we have with the other downtime activities of just kind of quickly telling you what you find out. Okay, we'll see you all in a bit. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.